Well, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. God bless you all this morning. Again, Pastor Sheridan and I here would like to wish you all a happy uh, Independence Day. Amen. A happy Fourth of July. Pray that it be a blessing to you today. If nothing else, it be a reminder that you are a free people. Amen. Wars have been fought. Amen. To defend this freedom that we have, that we can come together and worship God, talk about our faith as much as we want to, talk about our God as much as we want to. Not so with a lot of people today. Amen. Our brothers out there, some people can't do this openly, publicly, freely. Amen. But we are just all so blessed to be able to do this. Amen. And so we don't take it for granted how the Lord has blessed us this morning. Amen. So again, we greet all of you in the name of our awesome, incredible, amazing name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Welcome this morning to the School of Healing. All of you that are out there this morning. Amen. Uh, our regular uh, brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, saints of God who come together on a regular basis and all those out there joining for the first time, all those out there, amen, across the podcast uh, realm of influence this morning. We just give God praise, go and honor. We just thank the Lord this morning. Thank God for my wife who's here with me this morning. Thank God for Pastor Eric, Pastor Phoebe, who are here. We're all together. My God, been a long time coming, but we're all under one roof this morning. Amen. Celebrating this, this, this day of freedom. Amen. And we give God praise. We give God glory. We give God honor. And all of you this morning, welcome, welcome, welcome. We love you all. Amen. School of Healing. Amen. We had a great, great time so far, and we're looking forward to a greater time uh, to come. Amen. Praise God. And this morning, you know, we're we're kicking off uh, our school of healing this morning. We just thank God for what he's going to say to us this morning. Amen. As we open up his word this morning to learn about how to walk in that divine health and healing that God has promised us. Amen. How to access it. Amen. And I'm excited this morning to to, to be your host, to be your teacher this morning. So let's pray and get into this word this morning. Father, we just thank you. We praise you this morning, Lord God. We feel the freedom of the Spirit even right now permeating us, saturating us, bringing us together, united as one voice crying out to you, God. We felt the unity of the voices this morning as we came on the line full of joy, Lord God, entering the gates with thanksgiving, coming in your course with praise, presenting our bodies to you as a living sacrifice, holding stuff to God without spot or without wrinkle. We feel the sanctification, the justification, Lord God. We feel it, Lord, in our voices. We heard it in our voices, Lord God, and we believe that you're in the midst right now. And so just have your way, Holy Ghost, today as you speak to us, as we open up this word. We want to know, Lord God, what you got to say about our healing. We want to know what we got to say, what we can say, what you've given us to say, God, what we can declare, God, what we can speak concerning our healing, God, because you've given us some legal official decrees about our healing and God and about our prosperity, Lord. And you said, beloved, I wish above all things that I would have prospered and be in health, even as your soul prosper. I declare that your way shall prosper. God, these are legal official decrees that you have made and given and rendered to us in your word. And it's up to us, Lord God, to declare what has already been decreed. We don't have to create nothing, make up nothing. You've already given us the medicine that we need, God. And you said this word shall be be a medicine to our flesh and marrow to our bones. Mm -hmm. And if we just take it, Lord God, hallelujah, you intend it, God, by speaking it out, Lord God, and you will create the outcome, Lord, that you have given us this word to bring about. So we give you praise, glory, and honor for it right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Loose our tongues today, God, because you said the power of life and death is in our tongues. We're snared by what we say, and so shall your word be to go forth out of our mouth. It will not return void until it accomplish the purpose which you sent it, and you sent your your word to heal our disease and rescue us from destruction according to the book of Isaiah chapter 55 verse 11 and the book of Psalms chapter 107 verse 20 Lord we declare today God that we are healed by the official legal decrees of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ amen and amen well praise the Lord again we like to welcome you to the school of healing today uh, amen this is Sunday morning, July 4th, <laughs> my God, 2021, praise God, amen. I want to speak this morning uh, from a subject, declare your healing based on God's established legal official decrees. You don't have to go find nothing, come up with nothing, make up nothing, you know, we already know the report of the Lord, and so we have to declare our healing. You know, I, I'm, I'm talking personally now. You you have to declare your healing. You can't declare my. You declare your healing based on God's already established legal official decrees, and He has a lot to say about our healing. 
And so it's up to us to declare that. Amen. Uh, a few scripted texts this morning. We'll probably cover uh, several of them. Amen. We're going to start out in the book of Proverbs, chapter 18, verse 7. Uh, also, verse 20, 21 of that chapter, the book of James, chapter 3, verse 6. And also in the book of Proverbs, chapter 21, verse 23. All of the King James Bible this morning. Amen. And so I, I, I was reading in the book of Proverbs, and that's a very powerful book, full of wisdom, a lot of good nuggets there, a lot of good information there. But I, but I love the fact that it is the wisdom of God, amen, given to, uh, to his, one of his sons, uh, who, uh, you know, David's son, Solomon, who, who failed miserably, amen, who, you know, had all that wisdom, man, but didn't apply it. So we have wisdom. We have these official established decrees, amen, in the word of God. Does us no good unless we apply it, okay? We have to take it like a medicine. We have to treat it like it's a source of life, amen. It does no good. And so as I read this particular scripture, man, it really blessed me. It says, a fool's mouth is his destruction, and his lips are the snare of his soul. That's in the book of Proverbs, chapter 18, verse 7, the King James Bible. But, you know, once you, you know, look at a sword, it has two sides to it. And so if it's going to cut here what we said about mouth to bring destruction, why can't it also bring deliverance? You know, it cuts both ways, okay? It, 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 does, it doesn't just, you know, bring destruction, but it also, when you, when, you, when, you, when you turn that around, amen, you can determine another outcome. You can use the same word because the Bible said that God's word in the book of, I want to say in the book of Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12, it is a two-edged sword. You know, it cuts asunder. So if it cuts destruction based on what come out of your mouth, it also can cut you some healing too. It can cut you some blessings too. You know, because it's a two-edged sword, and it cuts the sound between the dividing of soul and spirit, bone and marrow, and it's the discerning of the thoughts and intents of the heart of a man. So it cuts both ways. It cuts bad. It cuts good, you know. And so I thank God for this word because it says a fool's mouth is his destruction. So I'm going to use my mouth for something. There are things that are supposed to be destroyed. Sickness is supposed to be destroyed in your body. So if you're going to use it to destroy sickness, then, hey, use it to destroy sickness. Don't use it to destroy yourself. Don't speak doubt and unbelief. Speak. You have the power of life and death is in your tongue. And so, my God, you know, use it. Use it to bring destruction to that sickness, to that disease. Call that thing to dry up. Amen. Be snared by the words of your mouth. According to the book of Proverbs, chapter six, verse two, you know, be snared in that healing. Be snared in that outcome that you desire. Be snared in the results that you desire from God's word. Remember, that word has gone out. It ain't coming back void. So be snared with what you don't want to come back void. Healing, deliverance, you know. And, 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 and he said he sent that word for that in the book of Psalms to heal our disease and rescue us from destruction. So, you know, that's, that's, that's what we're going to use our words for. Amen. And it says his lips are the snare of his soul. You know, the Bible says that God, beloved, I wish above all things that I would have prospered and be in health, even as your soul prosper. You know, and so this thing got to get deep down into the inner man, into the soul so that it can it can be like a reservoir when I really need that river of living water to be stirred up. You know, when I'm feeling woe and I'm feeling low and I'm feeling and, you know, I'm hurting, man, I can draw from the wells of salvation that's deep down in my soul, man. You know, that river of living water, I can begin to have that gift stirred up and moving in me. And before you know it, man, you're feeling real, real good. Let me share this with you. I mean, yesterday evening, we were doing a little bit of praise and worship here, and I was sitting there, man, trying to get my, my notes and stuff together for the day and reading the word, man, and the praise and the worship, the atmosphere, man, here in the house down there, man, it just overwhelmed me. And it like before I knew it, I was up on my feet and I was dancing and I was trying to sing along and I was praising God. And let me tell you something. I had a lot of little aches and pains because I ain't really been stretching and working out like I should. And man, every one of them start, I mean, like I was checking them off. They start leaving. My shoulders got to feeling better. My back got to feeling better. My knees got to feeling better because I got caught up in the praise. You know what I'm saying? And so I felt the release of that river of living water. I felt that reservoir, man, beginning to swell up like a dam was getting ready to break. And I'm telling you, man, I'm telling you, I came and, and, and went to bed, man. I feel so good this morning. I was so excited. Got up a little early. I couldn't wait, man, to start taking this medicine again this morning and sharing this medicine this morning. 
And I'm telling you, man, I've taken me a good, good dose prior to me get sharing some of it with you this morning. And I pray and hope it have the same effect on you that it's had on me already. I'm feeling pretty good, y'all, because I done, I done took me, man, some medicine this morning. And I feel it all down in my flesh. I feel it all down in my soul. I feel it going all through my joints. Somebody ought to be feeling this thing right now, man, going all down your spine, all through your joints this morning. Uh, you ought to be feeling pretty, pretty good this morning. Amen. Because you're taking this medicine. Amen. And some things are being destroyed this morning that try to come and, and, and hinder you and, you know, and restrain you. And you ought to be snared in your soul, man, by the word of God this morning. Amen. Because that's what he sent it to do. In the book of Proverbs, you know, chapter 18, verse 20, 21, it says this. It says, a man shall be satisfied with the fruit of his mouth and with the increase of his lips shall he be filled. Death and life are where in the power of the tongue and they that love it shall eat its fruit. My God, I'm telling you, I'm feeling some stuff right now taking place, man. You've got to be satisfied with the fruit of your mouth. That's why I'm acting like I'm acting and talking like I'm talking this morning. I want to be satisfied with what I'm saying out of my mouth. I don't want to be depressed. I don't want to be downtrodden. I don't want to be woe is me. You know, no, no, it's me again, Father. I'm coming this morning, Lord God, because I'm so satisfied with what you have put in my mouth, what you have put in my tongue, what I have learned to say, God, in the midst of all of these, these situations and circumstances. And so that's the benefit that we have. Power is released. Creative power is released. You know, when you when you when you are satisfied with the fruit of your mouth. Amen. It goes on to say in the book of James, chapter 3, verse 6 of the King James Bible, the tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity. So is the tongue among other members. Okay. Now notice how James writes this. He first said the tongue is a fire. OK, and you can burn up some stuff, man, that ain't supposed to be there by what you say out of your mouth. On the other hand, though, remember, two edges sword. Look at what he also says about the tongue. It can also be a word of iniquity. Don't speak no doubt. Don't speak no unbelief. Don't speak the problem. Speak what it is that you want the outcome to be. The Bible said God is like a consuming fire. What do you want God to consume? What do you want God? Put that on your tongue. Train your tongue to say those things that you want God to consume. But book of Hebrews chapter uh, 12, the last verse, says that he is a consuming fire. And so what is it that you want him to consume? Cancer, headache, body ache, joint ache. What is it you want God to consume as a consuming fire? It ain't supposed to be there anyway. And I got the power right here in my tongue. It's like a fire. I can burn up some stuff. But at the same time, I can create some iniquity too. Yes. You know, I can be snared by the wrong thing, you know, but I have power. You have power. We have power to destroy some stuff that try to come in man, and attack our health. You know, the Lord said, fight for what I've already given you. You know, use what I've already given you. Use your tongue to declare what I've already given you. I've already put some established some legal decrees out there, mm. you know, and ain't no weapon formed against them going to prosper over them. But we got to get them in our tongue. We got to get them in my mouth. So we can, you know, so we can set that fire. We can, we, we can start that fire. We can strike that fire. We were singing that thing yesterday, man, that got in my spirit about, God, I want to be a fire. I want to burn for you, God. You're my desire, God. Woo, my, that thing got to be bad. I start feeling some pain being burned up, you know. I say, Lord, this, this is just good. Amen. And so he said, the tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity. So is the tongue among other members. That is, defileth the whole body and set it on fire the course of nature it is set on fire of hell <coughs> you know you don't have to go to hell to go through hell Come on, you know that's what doubt will do that's what iniquity will do is to make you feel like you're in hell you're burning up with pain burning up with aches and all that stuff you know but we can we can we can speak life in that situation why because the power is in my tongue to speak life and death you know, so I burn, I burn, I burn like I'm in hell because I want to. But I can also, man, you know, have a little bit of heaven too. All I got to do is begin to set my tongue afire with what the ink, the outcome I want. You know, either way, two-edged sword. So you determine what kind of fruit do you want to show up based on what you say. You know, it's all about what you say. Uh, I love this in the book of Proverbs, chapter 21, verse 23, the King James Bible says, he who keepeth his mouth in his tongue keepeth his soul from trouble. 
Man, I tell you, boy, God is so wise. He's so wise. He wants us to be wise as serpents too, man, when this stuff comes against us to attack our health. You know, he said, no, no, beloved, that's not what I wish for you. I wish that you prosper and be in health even as your soul prosper. Yes. You know, you know, he don't want that. He want to free our soul from trouble, you know, because I'm making him a physical body. Before you know it, I'm going to be aching somewhere else. And God don't want this stuff to get down in it down inside of our spirit, man. You know, it's one thing to have a little pain in your physical body, but when it starts to creep deep down inside of you where you can't think think about nothing but the problem, nothing about what you're going through, and we know people like that. That's all they talk about. They glorify sickness. Every time you see them, man, they're talking about how sick they are, how bad they feel. We've had them come on this line, man. How you doing? Oh, my baby was so bad. I'm going through everything in my body. Be my God, you know, Jesus. How many times you got to come on here with that same testimony? You know, you know. And you don't want that thing to get down and cause trouble down in your soul. Just take over. You know, you can't think about nothing but it. What you going through? Woe is me. Every time you talk to him, you know, never got nothing to praise God about. But keep showing up on this healing, this school of healing, but you ain't taking this medicine. You ain't taking this medicine, you know. And look at what the Lord is saying there. So, you know, uh, I love what the Bible says in the book of Isaiah, chapter 57, verse 19, the King James Bible, Pastor Sheriff. It says, I create the fruit of the lips. Yes. You know, you create it by what you say, the fruit of your lips. So what is the fruit you want to see? I love that word fruit, you know, not bit fruit. You know, there's some fruit that's bittersweet, mm. you know. You know, God can take take a situation and turn around and make it bittersweet. That's what his word does. So what are you going to create? What kind of fruit are you going to create? You know, bitter, bittersweet fruit that's given to you by God is good. It's good for us like a medicine. Yes. You know, you know, that's what that's what the situation says in, in the book of Exodus, chapter, uh, you know, chapter uh, uh, 15 and 26. He makes it bittersweet, you know. All, all, all sickness ain't in the death. God can make it bittersweet, you know, but I've got to be able to do my part and create that fruit. Speak those things that be not as though they are. You know, what is the fruit? What is the outcome? What is my desire? I don't desire to be sick. I desire to be healed, well, whole, sound, to feel good every day, you know. Let the joy of the Lord be my strength. You know, weeping may endure for a night, according to the book of Psalm chapter 30 and 5, but weep, weeping is over in the morning. Joy comes in the morning. New mercy comes in the morning. Fresh manner, fresh anointing. You know, and so it's all about them words that come out of our mouth, what we declare based on the already established legal decrees that God has already made us. Uh, I love the book of Proverbs chapter 16, verse 24, the King James Bible says this, Pleasant words are like a honeycomb, sweet to the being and healing to the bones. Mm -hmm. Woo, man, I feel that thing. Boy, y'all hear that, man? I'm mm -hmm. telling you, better get some of this medicine, better take some of this medicine. Uh, so let's talk about a decree. A decree is an official order issued by legal authority. When God says it, that's that, whether you believe it or not. It ain't going to change it because I don't believe it or I don't receive it or I don't declare it or I don't say it. I don't go along with it, you know. Some people tell you sometimes, well, Pastor, I did pray, but, you know, Pastor, I don't know, Pastor, I still feel, you know, that's, that's up to you then if you want to go that route. But these are official decrees that have been made by a legal authority. God is a legal authority on all healing. Doctors don't heal, they treat. Whose report do you believe? I believe the official report by the official authority on healing. He is our healer. You know, I believe that report. So is a decree is an official order. It ain't just something that was written. It's an official order issued by legal authority. And God is a legal authority on our healing. Therefore, God is our legal authority on healing, not our doctors, you know, or our caregivers. Uh, taking God's word and speaking or declaring it out of our mouth, we are given the results of God's decrees, those legal established decrees. As we declare God's word, we began to increase the will of God in our lives in the spiritual realm, followed by a manifestation in the natural and the physical realm. Now get that order now. It starts to increase God's will in our life in the spiritual realm, followed by manifestation in the natural realm, and then in the 
physical realm, in our physical bodies. Amen. Uh, the book of Job, chapter 22, verse 28, the King James Bible, we see here God's decrees are established by what we declare from God's word. That's how they're established. You know, Job figured this thing out. Though he slay me, yet will I praise him. You know, Job knew something. And then, then his friends came to him. They died him. They saw flesh falling off his bones. His wife told him to curse God and die. The family went crazy. They went berserk. I mean, Dave, Job, man, he was catching it. But he said, hey, though he slay me, yet will I praise him. He said, he give life and he can take it. It all belongs to him. And in the end, Job 42, chapter 42, verse 10, Job started praying for his friends. He knew they didn't know nothing about what they were talking about. If he'd have bought into all that doubt and all that bad report and stuff, they were telling him, this is why you can't consult with everybody about your healing. You got to know somebody that know what they're talking about. And somebody ain't been through nothing. You can't advise me about no healing. You know, unless you've been through something and God doesn't heal you from something, you really can't tell me from an expert position. You know, and especially if you ain't in coupling no word, you ain't coupling no word with what you're saying. You're just talking. I hope you feel better. No, I know what you feel. No, you don't, unless you've been through it. But I love what Job said, man, when he prayed for them. He could have got caught up in that doubt, Pastor Sharon. Mm -hmm. He could have got caught up in that negative. He could have got caught up in that bad talk, that bad conversation. But Job decided to pray for his friends, who he knew that they had missed the mark. They didn't know what they were talking about. Watch your friends who don't know what they're talking about. You can't take advice from everybody. It sounds good, but it ain't good. It ain't going to do you good like this word. The word is like a medicine. Yeah. That word they're giving you, if it ain't based on scripture, it is not a medicine. Mm. Don't be drunk with that. Be, you know, that old stuff. Be drunk with some new wine. You know, get away from them old wine skins. Put that new wine in there. You know, and Job prayed for his friend, man, over in the book of Job, chapter 42, verse 10, and said that God gave Job double for his trouble, for his suffering. You know, gave him double healing, restored the flesh back on his bones, got rid of the boils, the soul, and gave him twice what he had before. Yeah. Now, that's that's awesome right there, man. You know, but Job got that thing down in his soul, man, and he began to know in his soul, Pastor, I ain't did nothing, man, against God. Mm -hmm. I ain't sinned, and I ain't going to let y'all talk me into sinning and doubting God. Don't let nobody talk you into doubting God. You know, nobody. Don't let the sickness, don't let the disease, the pain, the suffering, the discomfort, don't let it cause you to doubt God. You fight for what God has already promised you. You speak the fruit of what you want to come out. What is the outcome? What is the desired outcome? You know, what is the fruit that you're going to say in that situation? I love that use of that word fruit, you know. What kind of fruit do you want to come out of that? I want the fruit of healing. I want the fruit of divine healing. I want some joy to come. I want some peace to come. I want some righteousness to come. You know, I want to aim and strive to please God in those things that I might be accepted of God and approved of men when I go to the doctor. He's going to say, my God, it was there, but it ain't there no more. Thank you, doctor, for confirming that. I appreciate that. God is my healer. You know, it goes on to say in the book of uh, Isaiah chapter 44, verse 26 of the King James Bible, God confirms his word to his servant. Every time, if you are a servant of God, God will confirm his word every time in every situation. Uh, it says uh, when his servants declare his legal official decrees, bam, it's different than a person who don't know God. But see, you being a believer, a child of God, when you declare that thing, Okay, it does come to pass. It does get established. Remember, it increases the will of God spiritually in the spirit realm. Then it comes followed by a manifestation in the natural and in the physical realm. A complete healing. It makes a complete revolution. You know, goes out. It doesn't come back void. Matter of fact, in the book of Isaiah, chapter 55, verse 11, the King James Bible, God said, my word shall not return void, but accomplish all it is sent forth to do. Now, that's God's word. His already established official legal decrees. It makes a complete circle. It goes from the spiritual realm where God's will is manifested. Then it becomes natural and then it becomes physical. And before you know it, you're walking in divine health and healing after the report. Blessed the Lord. Amen. You, his angels who excel in strength, who do his word healing voices of his word. That's in the book of Psalm chapter 103. I love that, man. <laughs> I love that Psalm right there. It says, bless the Lord, you his angels 
who excel in strength, who do his word, healing voice of his word. God's word, when it's spoken, it's it takes on a healing voice because the word of God is sent to heal our disease. So it takes what 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 is what is a healing voice? It speaks to the sickness that you can't reside or abide here because I'm coming in to take your place. I'm coming in to evict you. I'm coming in. That's the standard. I'm coming in, you know, to defeat you, overshadow you, get rid of you. You know why we're going to be snared by this now instead of this. So I'm, I'm speaking the fruit out of my mouth. That's going to be in my life. That's going to show up in my life. I got the power of life and death. I'm speaking death to you right now. You got to go. You dead. You getting ready to be buried. And I'm getting ready to raise up life here because the, 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 the words that come out of my mouth, the fruit of it is <coughs> they are spirit and they are life. According to the book of John, chapter six, verse 63. So we're replacing some stuff that shouldn't be there. You know, he said, bless the Lord, you, his angels who excel in strength. I like that. Excel in strength. As you begin to bless the Lord with the fruit of your lips, giving thanks before you know it, your strength start to become renewed. Something happens on the inside, you know, and, and, and where there was pain. Now you got you feeling good. The pain is gone. The hurt is gone. The doubt is gone. The unbelief is gone. And now something else starts to take place in my life. And I recognize, my God, this is good like a medicine. <laughs> it's good to my flesh. It's, it's like marrow in my bone. Something is being renewed. Something is being restored. And you don't know what it is. You just know it's taking place. And all you can do is throw your hands in the air as an evening or a morning or noonday sacrifice. And say, Lord, I just thank you for touching my body. I thank you for healing me, God. Because you know where it comes from. You know, who do his word healing voice of his word we got to be the healing voice of god's word we got to talk about healing y'all we can't talk about you know woe is me all the time we got to talk about healing you know because we create god's will okay in the spirit realm by doing that knowing that it's going to manifest eventually in the natural realm and on into the physical realm it's going it's going to reach our bodies after a while it's going to get down in there where it needs to be to get out cancer, to get out that the right and turn all these things around that's meant for our bad. You know, the enemy comes, but for to kill, still destroy. Book of John chapter 10, verse 10. But Jesus said, I got the last word. I come that you may have life and have that life more abundantly. Nothing broken, missing or lacking. You know, my God, whew, boy, this thing is good. Scripture, listen to me, is a powerful force that creates change in both the physical and the spiritual world when spoken. It don't do no good unless it's spoken now. You know, cre nothing creates, is created unless it's spoken. Okay? Got to get it in your mouth and get it out your mouth. As we declare what God has decreed in his word, not somebody else's word, not somebody else's book, and according to his will, the awesome power of the Holy Spirit is released to bring it to pass. That's why he's with us, to help us. He goes along to confirm the word of God. That's why we got to put God in remembrance of it, Jeremiah. Put me in remembrance of my word. Tell me what you see. God, I see beyond the, 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 the x-ray or the MRI. I see beyond what I see physically. I'm looking into the spiritual realm so that I can declare the will of God. And then when it manifests spiritually, eventually it's going to manifest naturally and it's going to manifest, you know, physically. I'm here to tell you, we're living proof. Sharon and I went to the doctor and he showed us the MRI and we saw the little ping pong ball all over my body, blocking out my internal organs. And 28 days later, we went back and they were no longer there. So see, we saw it in the spirit realm. We began to declare, even though we saw it physically, so we still believe God is my healer. And 28 days later, the doctor was amazed. He said, I don't know what happened. They disappeared. They've been erased. Uh -huh. See, it manifested. See, it meant Why? Because the word was in our mouth that God is our healer. Thank you, doctor. But God is our healer. And before you know it, he was the one that confirmed. They've disappeared. They're not there anymore. They've been erased. It manifested in the natural. And then it manifested in the physical. It was no longer there. But it all started in the spirit realm. God's will increased in 28 days. 
If he can do it for us, he can do it for you. And so, you know, it's got to be declared. It's got to be spoken what God has said, you know, according to his will. The awesome power of the Holy Spirit is released to bring it to pass. Jesus said, the words that I speak are spirit and they are life. God's word was meant to be spoken. And, to, and the more word we have in us, the more medicine we have in us and the less sickness and disease will we have in us. The word in us, the more word we can speak out loud against sickness and disease and infirmity spoken over circumstances and situations. The power is in the word. And when the word is spoken, the power of the word is released. Ah, our words create life or death. Speak over yourself. Speak the desired outcome and not the current problem which a lot of us do. We get stuck. Higher stuff going to be consumed if we stuck. So then, what is a declaration according to the Bible? A declaration is an acknowledgement or the facts based on the truth. It is making an assertive statement, but it is, a, it is just a statement that can be declared. You don't have... Uh, the power to bring the declaration to pass. God does that. But you have to, you have the responsibility to make sure that when I'm declaring something it's based on an official established decree by God concerning healing, whatever it is, maybe financial, you know, whatever it is, you know, I'm making sure that it's already something that God has already decreed in his word official, you know, and now I can declare it. Okay. Only God has the power to bring declarations to pass because he watches over his words to perform them. Again, a decree now is uh, to command by decree, which God has already done, the will and purposes of God, which he's already done, 66 books, he's already done, so we don't need to add nothing, take nothing. There's no private interpretation. We just need to say what does say the Lord, you know. Like all the prophets of old, every time they spoke, they said, thus said the Lord. They would say, the Lord said, spoke and said this to me. You know, the Lord revealed this to me. It was always putting God first, his word first, what he said. You know, that official established decree that God had made. They didn't go around creating and inventing stuff like a lot of folks. In other words, when we decree something, we're already taking the place of God. We're going above God. We're saying, God, what you said is not official, not legal enough. So I need to try to take it to another level. Uh, the decree needs to be based on scripture, okay, which is the will of God. Example, God decrees peace when there is turmoil, okay? So what do we declare, okay? That there shall be peace in turmoil according to the decrees of the Lord, according to the word in the book of, in the state of the book in chapter and verse. That's why we always tell you, state the book, the chapter, and the verse. That's God's decree. We want people to be able to not take my word and not say, well, pastor decreed it. No, I didn't. I told you that in chapter so-and-so, in book so-and-so, in verse so-and-so, God said this. Be it unto you according to God's word, not my words. That's why we do that. So that people can't blame you and say you decreed it. No, I didn't. I declare what God had already decreed. I told you the book. I told you the chapter. And I told you the verse. Stop lying on me. You know, so you have to be careful, you know. Uh, a, a decree is an official order or decision, especially one made by the ruler of the country or the universe, talking about God, such as someone in authority, okay? Uh, they decree that something must happen. They decide or, or state this officially uh, while we declare it to be clear and explain and interpret it to the best of our ability while we declare what the person or ruler or God has decreed to be true or official, such as thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Okay. So be it according to your word, Lord, in the book of Matthew chapter six, verse 10 of the King James Bible. That's just how simple it is. This is why we do this. This is why we emphasize to you, make sure you give the book, the chapter and the verse and the version, if you know what it is, either 
you know, King James. Some people say New King James. Some people say Amplified. You know, I like the King James, okay? That way you can always track what I said. You ain't going to lie on me because I I try to make sure consistently that I say the King James version. <laughs> you know, sometimes it may be when we do our prayer tool, it may be the Amplified. But it's either the Amplified or the prayer tool, but every other time when you, when you hear me say something, it's the King James version, you know, chapter, book, and verse. We declare that we are grateful that God gives us life, that he is our life that he is the head of our life and for what he's done is currently doing in our lives and is going to do with and through our lives. Now, when we declare this, we're actually declaring something that be not as though it is because right now I'm sick. So I'm looking beyond the sickness, which is temporary. Okay. We got to remember now I'm, I'm, I'm saying it, as though it already is, because guess what? I'm saying it in the spirit of it. So remember now, what's going to happen? I'm going to create in the spirit realm the desired outcome or the fruit of what I like to see happen. Now, God's will is going to create it. I can't create the declaration, but I can declare the declaration. I can declare what? I got the power in my tongue to speak life or death. So if, if, so if I want life to come out of this, I'm going to speak to the life. I'm going to speak to the life of health, wellness, wholeness, soundness. And so when it manifests in the spirit, I'm guaranteed now that God's going to bring this declaration to pass and I'm going to see the natural physical manifestation of it wherever I spoke it to. If it's my body, it's going to happen there. If it's my finances, it's going to happen there. If it's my seed, it's going to happen there. Wherever I speak it to, I'm creating the spiritual environment for God's will to manifest and God is going to bring the declaration to pass. Why? He decreed it, so I'm declaring it. I ain't add nothing. I ain't creating. I'm just, I'm just saying what God said. And God going to bring that to pass. You know? And so, you know, you, we want to create life. We don't want to create death. Not to not to ourselves. We want to create death to that sickness, to that disease. You got to go, buddy. You know, you know, you know. Oh, no. What is he currently doing in your life? You know what I'm saying? We will not take God for granted, nor his people, nor our God-given opportunities and the sufficient grace. That is, his grace is sufficient for us. This is what Paul said. Our brother glory in my afflictions that his grace might appear upon me. You know, you get new mercy every morning. Increase of favor, you know, he has blessed us, you know. Bible says, beloved, I wish above all things that would have probably been up, even as your soul prosper. I know my thoughts towards you. You know, declare those thoughts. God, you say, yo, I declare your thoughts toward us is good. They're not evil. They're thoughts of peace That's right. that we shall have an expected end. Yes. Not only us, God, but we declare that this thing expands to our seed because the seed of the righteous is blessed. I declare, Lord, that one thing we've never seen. We've been young. We've been over. We ain't never seen the righteous for second of the seed begging bread. So you declare those outcomes. You declare and determine those things that have already been decreed. Amen. Amen. Praise God. You're blessed in the city in the field. We will pay strict attention to and we would adhere to and take heed to what uh, is well pleasing in God's sight. Okay. What is just and what is right. Do everything to avoid what is unjust, unfair, ungodly, and flat out wrong. Because I don't want nothing getting in the way of the circumstance or the outcome of the fruit that I'm trying to bring to bear. Set aside every weight, every sin that so easily beset us. We're going after God and what God promised us. We will practice a life of godliness, Christ-likeness, holiness, cleanliness, pureness, thanksgiving and praise do him for his blessings we all have received already and we fight for what we already have amen uh you know effectually fervently intentionally amen you know willing and obedient that we might eat the good of the land we will not complain about what we don't have but we will pray earnestly for the things that we desire to have amen we will treat each day as a gift and a blessing from God that we might experience miracles from God. 
our hearts and our minds and our spirits will overflow with adoration and love and thanksgiving, praise and gratitude for all of his goodness, his mercy yes. and his grace. You know, the Bible teaches us, man. Now, now, when you set that mindset, amen. See, that's operating in the spiritual realm. See, that's creating the will of God. So what do you think is going to follow? Some type of manifestation is going to follow. See, you ain't going to plant no orange seeds and get tomatoes. And so when you're planting based on the decrees of God, yeah. the fruit that's going to come back to you is going to be based on that decree. That's what God is going to manifest. You know, that's what's going to come back. You plant oranges, you're going to get oranges. If you plant by faith the word of God, guess what? By faith, you're going to receive the fruit, the promise of it, the outcome of it, the results of it. It's just that simple. But now, what happens now, Pastor, that I have declared it? I got to wait. I got to wait on the Lord. <laughs> I got to wait on the Lord. I can't get anxious. I can't become a busybody. I got to wait on the Lord. I've declared it. You know, it's being created. The will of God in the spirit realm. Okay. So what's going to happen now, Pastor? I did my part. Well, guess what? The Lord is going to bring that declaration to pass as long as it was based on his decrees, his official legal established decrees, his word. And the Bible says in the book of uh, Proverbs chapter 40, verse 31, the King James Bible, and all y'all know this scripture, it says, but they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. You know, the word wait, you know, in this verse implies a positive action of hope based on knowing that the word of God is a true fact established legal decree and that it will soon come to pass waiting with earnest expectation is the position that we should take in faith hoping praying believing depending trusting being assured relying on you know our uh, on our healer to deliver us from sickness and all manner of disease affliction suffering and physical struggles don't we declare according to the book of Psalms, chapter 34, verse 19, the King James Bible, many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. Not some of them, but out of them all. Book of Jeremiah, chapter 30, verse 17, the King James Bible. He says, for I will restore health unto thee and I will heal thee of thy wounds, saith the Lord. You know, another one of his decrees, official, established, nothing going to change it. You know, God going to bring it to pass. One of our favorites is in the book of Isaiah, chapter 55, verses 4 and 5, the King James Bible. It says, surely he has borne our grief, you know, literally meaning sickness, and carried our sorrow, literally meaning pains. Yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities and the chastisement of our peace was upon him and by his stripes we are healed. So don't just look at how he was smitten and just look at it for the, for the, for the sake of looking at it. Think about what it did for your sickness and your pain. You know, some folks just look at, oh man, Jesus suffers. But, but go beyond that. That was a price that was paid for your healing. Something was established in the spirit realm that was going to come back to us naturally and physically. Those stripes on his body, 39 of them is what the commentaries say, was for our physical healing. That blood that was shed and ran down was for the remission of our sins. It had a purpose. It had an end state in mind. A new covenant was being established in his blood. That finished work on the cross is the merits that merit our healing, our deliverance, our victory. Already won. He said it's finished. So let the redeemed of the Lord say so. The last part of this verse here talks about by his stripes we are healed. It's not talking about spiritual healing as, as uh, some have taught, but it's talking about a definite physical healing, but it's, 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 it's thought of in the spirit of sense of in the spiritual sense with the end state of a physical healing. Because what Jesus did was spiritual, but it was more physical than spiritual because he suffered physically. OK. But because, you know, he had the he had the the right spirit about it. What was the right spirit about it? I'm going to do my father's will. 
See, that was, that was, that was, that was what was in his spirit. I'm going to do my father's will. I was sent to do my father's will. If he had not had that deep down in his spirit, he probably would have passed up the opportunity. He probably would have said, no, nah, I ain't drinking this cup. But see, but because he had the right spirit, you know, the right spirit was he cared more, Pastor Sharon, about pleasing his father than anything else. And because God's will increased in his life, the closer he got to dying, the closer he got to that cross, you know, the more God's will increased in him spiritually. Everybody on the outside, all they could see was his body being bruised, crucified, beaten, beyond recognition. No beauty that we should desire. Him. That's all mm -hmm. they saw. They couldn't look within his soul and in his spirit that he was more concerned about satisfying his father's will so that one day the manifestation in the natural and physical realm for the healing of the nation will come through those stripes and through that blood and through that finished work on the cross to the redeemed of the Lord because he who knew no sin was cursed and hung upon a tree, my God. And because of that, we have been redeemed from the curse of the law. Every sickness, every disease is a curse of the law, but none of them shall become upon us, my God, because God will deliver us from all of the afflictions if we trust him. If we believe on him, rely on him, depend on him, you know, with his stripes, we can be healed, healing. And, 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 and you know, and, and it's talking about a, a spiritual healing that leads to a physical manifestation. How do, he does, however, heal our bodies and minds. This clearly shows that our healing was paid for on the cross. Uh, two more verses and we're going to finish. Jeremiah, in the book of Jeremiah, chapter 33, verse 6, the King James Bible, we're declaring this by the decree, by God's decree, amen, his word, his established word. Behold, I will bring you health and cure, and I will cure you and will reveal unto you the abundance of peace and truth. Amen. God wants us to be established in more truth that brings more peace. Amen. Every morning, remember, grace and truth meet together. To determine how much peace is going to show up in your life that day. How much joy is going to show up in your life that day. How much of what God's thought, how many, how many of God's thoughts are going to show up in your life that day. He knows his thoughts are what We don't. But how much of it is going to manifest based on how much faith I put in him. You know, to do whatever. To heal me, to deliver me, you know, whatever. His will be done, remember? And so the book of Matthew chapter 8 verse 19 the King James Bible says this again I say unto you that if two of you agree on earth concerning anything that they ask it will be done for them by my father in heaven now uh, what we need to understand here is the prayer of agreement is very powerful have someone agree with you you know for your healing if they're not going to agree with you then hey you, you're never going to be able to uh, have the, the release of the, the power of agreement to be released in that situation, you know, and so move on from that, you know, move on from that. You got, you got to, you got to be in, you got to find people who are of like faith and if people don't believe in healing, don't be talking to them about no healing. If they don't believe in healing, you know, don't cast your pearls among swine. You know, this is why Jesus always prefaced Pastor Sharon, the miracle of healing. When he said, do you believe I can do this? It's important that you know that if, if they don't believe, don't just go praying for folks to be healed if you don't, they don't even believe they can be healed. It's a waste. You need to ask them, do you believe that God can do this? He's already legally established those decrees. Do you believe God can do this? He said in his word with his stripes, but do you believe God can do this? I ain't praying for you unless I know, not for no healing, unless I know you believe that God can heal you. I can't heal you, but do you believe that God can do this? Okay, who's reporting you? Do you believe that God can do this? Jesus asked people that. Do you believe that I can do this? Do you believe you can be made whole? Do you believe you can, you, you can see? So it's okay for us to, to do that too, you know. You got to have that agreement. I believe, but it ain't based on my faith. Can you pray a prayer of faith? Your prayer of faith is going to heal you, and God going to raise you up. So let's hear, you know, what the Word of God says in the book of... Uh, one more scripture, book of first Peter, chapter two, verse 24, the King James Bible. It says, who himself bore our sins 
in his own body on the tree that we, having died to sins, might live for righteousness by whose stripes ye were healed. You know, so that's past tense. It already happened. You were healed. Jesus paid it all for our total deliverance, both spirit, soul, and body. Even in the book of Psalms, chapter 103, verse 2 and 3, the King James Bible, it says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all of his benefits, who forgiveth all thine iniquity, who heals all thy diseases, not some of them. Now notice, it doesn't say some. It says all. It says all. All means all. It also states that healing is one of the benefits that belongs to believers along with the benefits of having our sins forgiven. And the scripture that we talked about earlier in the book of John 3, John 2, the King James Bible said, Beloved, I wish above all things that thou would have prospered and be in health, even as thy soul prospered. Book of Jeremiah chapter 17, verse 14, the King James Bible, it says, Heal me, O Lord, and I shall be healed. Save me, and I shall be saved. For that thou art my praise, you know. Once a person finally sees that healing is a finished work along with salvation paid for at the same time with the same healing blood, you know, then you can get excited about this verse saying, you did it, Lord, for me. Then according to this verse, I will agree and say, I will have healing just as I have salvation it's mine now. And so, Father, we thank you and we praise you. Healing is ours now. Just like we have salvation today, we also have healing. So we thank you and we praise you. It's all based and predicated on your already established decrees, your finished work. And we give you praise, Lord, and we give you glory. We thank you for the things that you have already done. We thank and praise you, Lord for the finished work on that cross by your son, Jesus Christ. And we give you praise and we give you glory and we give you honor right now for your healing power, God, flowing through us right now. We, God, declare today by the decrees, the already legal established decrees of Jesus Christ, that with his stripes we're already healed and that we will walk in divine health and healing according to your word. And God, we will be perceived in the spirit as the will of God increases to bring it to pass that it might occur naturally and manifest itself physically in our bodies right now in the name of Jesus. And so we give you praise, glory and honor for what you have already declared and already decreed, God, that we might declare those things, oh God, to be not as though they are. We thank you now. We praise you now. We're declaring healing for all those that we have prayed for, Lord. We declare healing right now based on the word of God, the established legal decrees of God. And so, Father, we thank you now for establishing your word even today, bringing it to pass even today. That said, with your stripes, we are healed. We give you praise, glory, and honor for what we've already been healed of. And we fight by the spirit realm right now, God, for those things, God, that you've already done that they may manifest now in the name of Jesus. Healing is ours now, and we walk in it in Jesus' name, Lord. We declare, God, based on, based on, God, what you have already decreed, God, and already established, oh God, in your word. And so we thank you for it now in Jesus' name. We pray this morning, amen and amen. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord.